Hello, everyone, and welcome to Elevated Conversations. We are your hosts, Cassandra, Alexander, and I am Ray. And today we have a special guest listener, Erica, over here. She's hanging out with us. And pretty much, if Spirit feels so inclined through her, she will speak. But if not, she's here kicking it. It's all good. Uh, so, today's topic is generational inheritance now before the conversation was generational curses but i don't know about you guys but we're not trying to claim curses so we're gonna call it generational inheritances so so generational curses or inheritances can be seen as negative patterns from your family history that repeat that are currently repeated in your own life So it's really anything that is sort of like negative or it could be positive things that you've gained from not only your parents, but other family members, ancestors, and things that have really just been passed down through your bloodline. Facts. Yeah. And literally, that can be anything from bad habits that you have to like core values and beliefs that you have, or it could be material things this is something that can go back pretty far um but these are things that are probably with us in our everyday life and we don't even notice it or we don't know why we do certain things um yeah i don't like that i say um i'm gonna try to stop saying um (laughs) y'all anything that you guys have noticed in your personal recent life that made you think about something that you might have inherited i mean it could i feel like for me it could be something as simple as like i remember growing up like our mom wanted the living room to be a certain way and we weren't allowed to like play in that room and if we did we should flip out i know plenty of family members (laughs) you can't this is the living room it is for show only you do not sit on this couch (laughs) and me being a mom it's like oh i be i feel like now talking about it out loud now i'm like cassandra you're so fucking extra because (laughs) you know willow like my kids like to play a certain way and i'm i like i feel like i nag at them for stuff that it's not that serious all they're doing is just playing their toys there but it's like i want to have things a certain way just because of, I'm afraid somebody walks in and they're like, oh, look at that mess. If that's not for uh, that. You and know what you I mean? feel like you're being judged. <laughs> yes. I know what that's like because it's like I was very much raised in a house where it's like if company's coming over, you need to clean up. Yes. Like, first off, you need to clean up anyway. But especially <laughs> if company is coming over, yeah. you need to clean up. Yeah. Or waking up on Sunday, hey, everybody up, we cleaning, you mm-hmm. doing something. Mm-hmm. I know this. I know this. So then for me, I do feel a certain type of way when I'm like, oh, I'm chilling. But then I'm like, oh, shit, somebody, oh, I want them to see this. Hold on. And yes, I feel that. I do feel that as well. And that's something that probably our parents felt and probably our grandparents felt. Mm -hmm. And then it just passes down to us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Something I definitely think that I, like, picked up from, like, yeah, like, mom specifically, is, like, a need or desire to be, like, perfect. So, whether it's, like, having an outwardly, like, 
I, if I'm stepping out of the house, I need to look a certain way. Like I have mm. to be sure I'm presenting myself in the best foot that I possibly can, which at times is like, yes, it should be a good thing because you should take pride in what you look like. Mm-hmm. But at times it also makes it a bit of a nuisance if you put too much pressure on yourself to be perfect. Mm. Um, so like we had a situation earlier this week, Ray and I, where we were talking about um, different things and he... Um, he got emotional over something and I went to help and like my manner of helping wasn't the best way of helping. Uh, um, yes. So it was really like me trying, me like just trying to help. It was like, okay, I'm trying to help. And then he's like, it, you know, what you did actually didn't help. It just made me feel a little worse. Exactly. And then internally I was like, oh fuck. Like, see, like I couldn't even do that right. But, like, I sat down, and I was like, I need a minute. I walked away, and I really, like, sat down with those thoughts, Mm -hmm. which this sort of, like, ties back to the shadow work that we talked about last episode. Yes. Um, So, like, I took the moment and really, like, felt, like, what is this? Where is this coming from? And I was like, ah, it's from that need to be perfect and, like, feeling like, fuck, like, I couldn't even help him, right? So, like, I'm not perfect. Mm -hmm. And it, like... It like takes you down a peg when you realize that you're not perfect when you and that's something you strive for mm-hmm. but that definitely that like need for perfection even in like choosing specific words when I speak to people to make sure that like my message is getting across like in the best way possible that's not gonna hurt them or discredit what I have to say at the same time exactly and the thing is I remember when like we had this as a conversation like we actually sat down and we were like this is how I felt in this moment and thinking about that exact moment it was this specifically this thing made me feel this type of way and like how he said like he thought what he was doing to make it better actually for me was like a trigger that made it worse and that was something that I had to address And then I had to communicate my trigger with him and then let him know this is what it is and this is how I see it. And then pretty much me understanding where he was coming from, him understanding where I was coming from, we had like this moment of like deeper connection where we felt like it was like another, I guess like say like, if two things are being like molded together it was like something else that just made it that much closer it was like ah okay yeah and having that moment to just like sit down and talk and like really know hey let's talk about this and then come together it's something that i feel like communication is the game changer for everything because from good communication comes understanding understanding comes knowledge and wisdom and this makes me think of how when it comes to generational stuff some people come from a history where they don't have a physical record to track their history so a lot of the things that they know is through stories and oral communication and then knowing these things about whether it be people or about habits or situations or things that seem to repeat themselves through families 
or within the family is something I feel that's very powerful and underrated like the power of story and history and knowledge of like who you are and what you actually inherit that you can actually take forward some things you'll probably actually be the first one to do it maybe the first one to graduate high school or college or the first one to start their own business or the first one to be a parent like like there's so many different things that you may have to be the first one in your family to do that Mm. but because you're the first one to do that now you've set a new trajectory or a new path for your whole line that's following after you so now you're passing something on to the next generation Mm. yeah for sure and I think tying it back to, like, at one point you mentioned, like, having these conversations that really, like, help with that. I think, um, Cassandra was talking about this earlier, about how she wanted to, like, communicate, you know, have, like, conversations with our parents, or all her, like, dad and, like, our mom mm-hmm. about certain things. Mm-hmm. And I think having conversations like that with your parents that are a little more serious, you know, about, like just like the way you grew up and what happened they can definitely be very helpful yeah yeah i feel that they can add to like an emotional growth and like really can help you bond as like you know parent and child um and obviously like you can help heal those wounds of like different generational curses between yourself and you know facts because there could be things that are unsaid because one person the child or the parent can feel some type of way about something and the other one can be completely oblivious to it and have no idea and then each of their perception of each other is different and then they are having to figure out this whole new type of relationship when they don't have that conversation but then once they do have that conversation i mean once they have that conversation now they have a new understanding of each other as people as family as whatever the case may be it's like i've known you for x amount of time but now i feel like i know you even more or i understand you more And now it's a new molded relationship that you're having with this person. And you carry it forward however it may be. And like I said, you're not responsible for the other person's burden, so to speak. And obviously I'm not saying to be malicious or whatever, but by having these conversations you then have exposed your truth and you gave it the ability to see the light of day. And then however it carries out is however it carries out. You can always ask yourself, what's the absolute worst thing that can happen? And then once you know what that is, am I okay with that? If you are, proceed. Mm -hmm. And then 
do not carry that emotional baggage because it's not yours to carry. Yeah. You are responsible for yourself, your energy, your inner sanctum, because that is you, who you carry around with every single second of every single day because you can't leave yourself. Other people are in other places living other dreams and you come together, but you are always with yourself. At the end of the day, <laughs> you are responsible for you. And you alone. Facts. Yes. Shadow work we talked about last week. Yeah. Love came before that. And the breeze is blowing tonight. Mm -hmm. So spirit is here agreeing. That is my interpretation. Yes. And that is fact for me. <laughs> Seriously. Um, I was telling Alex that I think that this is off topic, but it's not really. I think that you should do support groups. Support groups? Spirit support groups. Huh. Well, I am a shaman. So. <laughs> I definitely. Hello. Hello. Holla at your boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, for me, like I said, I, I never felt called to be, like, an evangelist that's, like, going out and, like, yeah. let's change this whole thing. Like, mm -hmm. for me, that never felt like my calling. Mm -hmm. But I do feel very, like, say, in tarot, connected to the hermit card. The one that's, like that has gone on this pilgrimage in this journey and is initially the trailblazer because there's no one that has gone in the path in front of this person. And then with the shaman and there's multiple meanings, don't quote me, this is like I said, my definition. For me, they are the healer, they're your medicine man, they're your counsel, they were the spiritual advisors to the leaders. They were so much and there's so much within that and so much more that I can't even scratch the surface of yeah. but I am very connected with the shaman path and I do identify myself as a shaman um, so with that being said I never felt called out to be an evangelist but I felt like spirit leads me to the right people that needs to be in my path mm -hmm. and then I feel like the information and knowledge that I've gained along my way, my pilgrimage, gives me a certain understanding. And then I am the one with this unique understanding because there's no one that has lived my exact life circumstances mm -hmm. every moment of every second. I am my own unique individual, even though I'm a part of the collective. So with that, I feel like in those moments when spirit leads me to people, if I have a message that spirit leads me to give, then I know that I am the only person that can give that message because there is only one me. There yeah. is not another me. Most definitely. So that's where I am on my shaman path. So. Mm -hmm. Who knows if people want to come to me for spiritual advice i am here but here for it right but i'm here just to give my message share my light and whatever spirit leads me to 
and that's my path. And I am more than okay with that. It makes me think too about purpose, how you were saying like, you feel like you are the one who has this gift that you're being a trailblazer um, in your journey for other people. It makes me think going back to the general inheritances that not only do we inherit those things, but we also inherit purposes that must have been fulfilled in your bloodline, mm. but they didn't seem to do it. And because they didn't seem to do it, then it's, it now becomes your responsibility of like, yes. this purpose wasn't fulfilled by your past generation. So now it's on your shoulders to figure out mm. what is your purpose? What does that look like? How can I move forward? And I think that all comes together with doing the work um, of the healing and that way you can then find your purpose of what you need to do and to redirect the trajectory of your ancestors. And if we don't find that, then it just continues with the next person in our bloodline of hopefully they can receive the message and they can kind of redirect where things are supposed to go. Facts. Yes. Facts. Mm -hmm. I think, like, thinking about what you were saying um, about really being like you said like the trailblazer and like knowing from your history and everything like what it is that you need to do for your bloodline made me think of the um one of the quotes from black is king so we like watched the whole movie today and we like took quote like we like took down notes of like different quotes or messages and things that like came through from watching the full thing and the one quote that stood out to me was history is your future one day you will meet yourself back where you started but stronger oh, so like learning so growing and healing from all of those experiences once you reach that same spot again you're going to be stronger and better and more able to move forward and like move your family's trajectory forward facts this is straight up facts the quote that like really stuck out to me um was when they said life is a set of choices lead or be led astray follow your light or lose it that for me was like damn if i don't show my light i'll be in this point where i actually forget what my light looks like and if i forget what my light looks like then I am at the risk of losing it. And then who am I? So being more true to myself, honest with myself about what I want to speak about. Sorry, you guys, there's a dog over there, if you hear that. Um, but being able to share my light is my own uniqueness within the collective. And like I said, I believe we are all one and connected. But there are multiple personalities and different reflections within that. Just like how, say, you look at a diamond and it's multifaceted. There's many parts or like the body has many parts. Like it's a big collective. That's what I was saying got lost in my thought for a second so my bad but i just roll with it because that's how life is i can't rewind and what what did i say last time irl 
<laughs> in real time. <laughs> I can't rewind in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, because you're always living in the present. And that's something that's so interesting because generational inheritances or inheritance comes from, air quote, the past. But you're always in the present. Boom. Let that sit. It literally goes back to the quote about history. Yes. You'll you meet know, yourself. You'll meet yourself. But stronger. Because you're going back through the past, dealing with all the past things that happened to lead uh, yourself into a future state. I remember. A better future state. Mm-hmm. I remember in Sean T's book, uh, T for Transformation, he talked about having your backpack. And he talked about everything that's happened to you in the past, a lesson that you learned. That's something that you keep and you put inside your backpack. So then when that lesson comes back around in life, you're like, hold on, let me look in my backpack to see what I have for this. Backpack, backpack. (laughs) (laughs) For real. Um, Damn it. So then you dig into the backpack. Yes, you dig into the backpack. You pull out whatever handy tool that you learned from that past experience and you use that in that situation to help you in that present tense. Because now all of a sudden like, oh, no, no, no. I remember you last time. You ain't going to play me. <laughs> um, that could be something as simple. I remember when I worked at one job, when everything that you did was tracked on email and records and stuff like that and everything had to have documentation if it was documented it was law so then coming from that to going to a different job where it wasn't about that it was just he said she said you talk this whatever blah 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 but because i had previously came from a job where everything was like facts and documentation and everything was on record I was like no 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 I see how you're trying to play me and I'm gonna make sure you see that this is the exchange that's going on right now let's make sure that we're both on the same page and then it is in documentation so if in the future this ever comes up hey remember when we talked about this remember when we communicated on this date at this time we were at this understanding because the thing is, I remember in the book, uh, The Four Agreements, it talked about uh, to never make assumptions was one of them. Yes. Mm-hmm. It says, don't you be... can't a- assume. Yes. Ever. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Mm-hmm. Yes. Assume and I feel like I'm learning. Don't don't place expectation on others that's a biggie for me i mean it's yes. definitely different from what you just said but it just made me think like that's something else i need to work on too they're like things that are different but the same mm-hmm. yes yeah yes. it's very similar yes they very much are with that Today's episode has been about generational inheritances. So what are your thoughts? Let us know what you think. Make sure to reach out to us at ARSpiritShop on Instagram, 
and Twitter. And then check back in with us next week when we have our next episode of Elevated Conversations. We are your hosts, Cassandra, Alexander, and I am Ray, wishing you an awesome life. Later, y'all.